Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live, and I've got your four Penn State talking points for Monday, April 18th, coming out of the weekend leading up to the blue-white game this Saturday at Beaver Stadium. Uh, item number one on that list, Penn Live's Bob Flanders took a look at areas of concern as we head into the final few days of spring practice. I think without question, number one on that list, number one on Bob's list, offensive line depth. Uh, it's been a, something that we've watched pretty closely all through the spring. Uh, this is a, also a position that, depth issues aside, Penn State fans are looking for some kind of improvement, however they have to get that done. There's been fewer than 10 scholarship offensive linemen available for, I believe, all of the spring. They're taking their time with Sal Wormley, who is projected, according to James Franklin's early look at the depth chart, uh, to start the spring. As a starter at guard, he missed all of 2021 with an injury. And what these depth issues do, uh, James Franklin touched on this last week as well, is impacts the way that Penn State can practice as they're looking to go first team versus first team, second team versus second team. They don't really have a full second team offensive line, so you can imagine how that goes when it comes to reps and how they're running their practices. It's something that Penn State had to be a little bit creative with to, to work around that in the spring. It will also certainly impact how the blue-white game is played on Saturday, what format they use, how many live reps they do, how much will that game feel like a true football game that will be impacted by depth issues starting at the offensive line. And then you look at this group and wonder, can this group be better than it was last year anyway? You're losing a couple of starters in Mike Miranda at guard and uh, also Rasheed Walker, a three-year starter at left tackle. You're likely seeing Olu Fashanu at left tackle as of right now. Uh, Landon Tangwall, who was still a true freshman, preserved his redshirt. Uh, I'm sorry, redshirt freshman, preserved that redshirt last year, but showed a little bit of promise. He's a versatile player. They've got him currently penciled in at left guard. Juice Scruggs will be making the move from guard to center. You've got Sal Wormley at right guard and likely Caden Wallace at right tackle. You've got four more scholarship offensive linemen coming between now and training camp, including Cornell transfer Hunter Norzad, who will bring certainly a veteran presence to that two deep. And you've got three other freshmen as well, including Drew Shelton, uh, the talented offensive tackle from Eastern Pennsylvania. Another area of concern, according to Flounders, the linebacker spot, no question about this one. You lose Ellis Brooks from the middle. You lose Brandon Smith as two starters who made the jump to the NFL draft. Curtis Jacobs is back. They will be relying on him as much as ever. You've got a new defensive coordinator, obviously, in Manny Diaz. Jonathan Sutherland coming up from safety to linebacker in an effort to get Penn State's best 11 defenders on the field. You have competition in the middle here that's going to run all through training camp, likely. Tyler Elsden, a third-year player, versus Kobe King, a redshirt freshman. Depth at this at all three of these spots will be relatively young, relatively unproven, and, and you have a guy like Charlie Catcher coming back, but you're going to have some freshman, redshirt freshman types who are vying for key spots on the 2D. 
Two other positions of note, punter slash place kicker last year was all the same with Jordan Stout, and depth at defensive tackle are also on that list. Item number two on the four notes from coming out of the weekend, the idea of speeding things up for freshmen who are not on campus in particular. You've got seven who arrived in January. You've got the rest of that class, about 15 or 16, set to arrive sometime between now and the summer. They've been staggered out in recent years. Uh, but James Franklin you know, has talked about the silver linings from the pandemic. And one of those silver linings is using digital communication techniques like Zoom to better communicate with guys on his current team, probably his coaching staff, uh, recruits, targets, and now what we're looking at is guys who have signed, who are looking to try to acclimate and hit the ground running the best they can when they do get on campus. It's, it's a tight turnaround. And using Zoom calls to patch these guys into meetings, to communicate with them, to go over playbook um, stuff. So the idea here being that um, these guys who are arriving in May, June will be better prepared than ever to, to hit the ground running and to make an impact in some way or another when they do get on campus. Um, I think the idea of getting them into meeting rooms and seeing how the coaches interact and be able to ask questions uh, will help them with the mental side of the game. And it's an area where they're utilizing this new technology, not so much new, utilizing this technology to, to make an impact and, and to help these young guys learn the game at this level so they're ready. Uh, one player who certainly fits the bill there is Denai Dennis Sutton, who is a five-star defensive end kind of expected to make a run at burning his red shirt in year one. Um, I think if, if he's able to keep learning the, the mental side of the game and keep being able to, to observe the coaches in action, that's going to help him because physically he makes a grade. He looks like he's pretty advanced when it comes to a technique standpoint. So if he knows the playbook through and through and he benefits from these Zoom meetings, right there is a good reason to keep doing them until further notice. Welcome to Curaleaf a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a long-time patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our locations, including our new state college dispensary located at 1248 South Atherton Street. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. And speaking of defensive ends, as we as it relates to Deny Dennis Sutton, uh, the, red, the true freshman set to arrive from Maryland um, this summer, Penn State, according to Sean Fitz from Lions 247, last week lost Zariah Fisher, who is a sophomore defensive end. He appeared in 13 games last season, suffered an injury that's going to keep him out for the year, according to that report. That news comes on the heels of some good news in that Penn State landed a transfer from Maryland and Damian Robinson, who is a former top 75 player nationally, according to 24-7 Sports, and it was a five-star in the 24-7 Sports site rankings, has the ability to make an impact, has kind of rare ability when it comes to explosiveness, athleticism, bend, things of that nature. But you, you'll gain one, you'll lose one in Zariah Fisher, who started his Penn State career at linebacker, made the transition uh, to defensive end, and showed some promise there. One, one guy that was generating a little bit of buzz 
as part of this depth chart that's uniquely built in that you have Adisa Isaac and Nick Tarburton at the top there. You also have guys like Smith Vilbert and Amin Vanover. You had Zariah Fisher in that group of, of three or four young guys who, who could maybe be poised to take that next step. You no longer have that in 2022. Adisa Isaac is still coming back from injury. He missed all of 2021. Nick Tarburton has had injuries in the past. Damian Robinson still kind of the unknown. Obviously talented, gifted, uh, has a full season of, of games under his belt for Maryland. But there are some question marks on this depth chart, and you have another one here after losing Zariah Fisher. Last but not least, item number four here, ESPN's Football Power Index Ratings. Those came out for the first time in 2022. One of the surprises on that list was Penn State sitting at number 12 in those rankings. This metric is designed to be a predictive measure on success for the season ahead. It's built on some of the things that you would expect. Guys who are coming back, guys who have been lost, recruiting rankings that would factor into the 2022 roster, coaching, offense, defense. Um, it's supposed to be a predictive measure on how successful you can be in 2022. And clearly high on Penn State's chances, presumably you know, some really strong recruiting numbers over the past two cycles for sure. You've got a fourth-year starter back at quarterback. You've got a pretty large percentage of your yardage from scrimmage is back, obviously outside of Jahan Dotson, but you've got Parker Washington. You've got a guy coming in at Mitchell Tinsley. On paper, there are some things to like about this group. Certainly some some variables in play, losing Brent Pry, a longtime right-hand man to, to James Franklin, taking over this defense, making his mark on it uh, for the first time. ESPN's FBI predicts roughly an 8-4 and four record for Penn State. This is a team that went 7-6 and six last year. Give Penn State a 0.2% chance to go undefeated, a 6.6% chance to win the Big Ten East, a 4.3% chance to win the Big Ten title outright, and a 3.8% chance to make the college football playoff. Finally, a 0.2% chance to win the whole thing. Two other notable Big Ten teams on this list, Ohio State checked in at number two, and Michigan, which won the Big Ten title last year, was at number seven. Thanks for tuning into this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. As always, be sure to check us out. Penn State Podcasts on Penn Live. They can be found everywhere podcasts are. And everything we do in written and video form is available at PennLive.com slash Penn State Football. And we'll see you next time here on the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Visit us soon at our new State College location.